Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. You listen to the Missionary for Christ Word of Faith Church. This is Bible Class Night. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Amen. Um, we're going to start with the word of prayer. God, our Father, we thank you, God, for allowing us another opportunity to come, Father God, learn more about your word. Thank you, God, for everyone that's in attendance, God. We pray now, God, that something is said that will bless everybody, that everybody, Father God, will go away from here rejoicing, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Oh, I'm excited to start our Bible study lesson for tonight. We're still studying out of the same book that I've been studying out all along, The Believer's Authority. And tonight our lesson is going to be talking about battle strategies or plans. Um, as believers, we should have a plan um, for, for being able to um, handle the encounters of the enemy that come upon us. We should have a plan. And not to say that you sit down making a plan, okay, if he come this way, I'm going to do this. If he come that way, I'm going to do that. But your plan is simply just being strong in your words. Your plan is being strong in your faith so that when the enemy does rise up, when he does rear his ugly head, you are not um, scattered um, like a person that doesn't have any hope you're not shattered or you don't shut down like a person that does not have anything to hold on to. As believers, we always have God and we have his word as our source and as our strength to hold on to. Um, God has given us in his own self an overwhelmingly powerful weapon, and that is in the name of Jesus, along with scriptures, along with prayer that he has provided for us to be able to war in the time of war that we may be facing, to be able to be on the battleground. He has given us the tools that we need to be successful. However, uh, one of the challenges come in for us as believers is when we don't use them. If we don't use them, then they're useless to us. Um, I always go back to the story of Barney Fife. He carried that bullet in his pocket. So his gun realistically was no good to him because he became encountered with a person that actually had a gun that was loaded. He would be in trouble, especially in this day and time, you know, because he had to put the bullet in the gun to shoot somebody. And while he's doing that, they've already shot him. So as believers, we have to use the weapons of our warfare. We have to use what it is that God has already given us so that we could be um, the overcomers that he has ordained for us to be in this time of trouble. Amen. Amen. Our scripture uh, will come out of the book of Psalms. We're going to read Psalms 144 and verse number 1. 144 and verse number 1. Victory is not automatic just because we are saved. That's something we have to remember. I think sometimes we think, just because we say this shouldn't happen to me or that shouldn't happen to me. I should have a different kind of life because I'm saved. But just being saved does not afford, does not give you uh, the rewards of a certain type of life or a certain uh, path in life 
being saved gives you the opportunity to be able to be a part of the kingdom of God, but you have to have some works to go along with it. So you, you're preparing for war on a daily basis. You're daily preparing for the, the battles that are before us because the enemy never gets off his job. He never stops. Um, so we have to be um, as constant as he is and never stop um, focusing on or not, never stop working toward building our arsenal as believers. Amen? Does anyone Amen. have um, Psalms 144 and 1? Yeah. Blessed be the Lord. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I didn't hear you. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Amen. Here we are looking at um, King David, and he's giving thanks to God for preparing him for the victory in battle. Um, just as King David um, give God thanks for preparing him, we can also thank God for preparing us. Um, David discovered that the Lord is eager to equip us, equip us with everything that we need for success. And when we come to understand and accept that, that whatever battle we face, that God has already equipped us to face this battle, then the battle becomes a lot easier to to manage. The challenge becomes a lot easier to deal with. Sometimes I find myself in different encounters at work, and I'd be like, Lord, you know, I don't like, for instance, the, the change in my schedule where they're now giving me all the kids with the be, major behavior challenges. And I'm like, Lord, you know, you know how I am about discipline. And, you know, I don't have, that's not an easy place for me because my, my thought pattern about discipline and about children is totally different from what the school supports. And so, you know, in the beginning I was, I was mad. I was upset about it. And so as I um, continue to think about it and I began to think about it, I said, okay, now, if God gave me this assignment, if he afforded me to be in this place, then I know he has already equipped me to manage the situations that I'm going to have to face. And so then when I changed my attitude and I began to look at it from that point of view as opposed to looking at it from my human side when I was just mad about it, it became an easy appeal to swallow. Um, to the point that God has already started giving me different ideas. And so as I have seen some of the behavior kids in different arenas in different parts of the building, um, I've made it where I talk to them and I say different things to them just to keep a line of communication or building a relationship with them. Um, so when I have to come down with my hammer, they don't feel so uh, offended by my hammer. You know, but I had to ask God and I had to remember that if God has allowed me to be here, he has a purpose, one, for me. I'm not going to abort the purpose. I have to stay focused on, on what it is he wants me to do, but he's also equipped me for the challenge. Um, and we have to understand that he equips us for the challenges that we may face. So we have to go on the offensive side of the situation, I go against any stronghold of the devil um, that, he, that the devil may try to have in our life, and in the lives of our loved ones, because we, one, already know that we're victorious. Two, we already know that we're overcomers. Three, we know that God has already equipped us for the battle. Amen? Amen. 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 Am
Um, one thing that we need to remember is that we will never uh, appropriate God's promises and his power by being passive. And God is not looking for passive um, believers. He's not looking for passive worshipers. He's looking for those that are willing to go out on the limb for him. Um, even if you know who you are in Christ, you will never uh, move any mountains if you fail to exercise your authority. Um, there are a lot of things I, I say that, you know, there are a lot of smart people um, in the world, but if they never take their smarts and use them for productive things in life, they're just smart people with some smarts. Um they're not going to go anywhere. If you don't use what you have, you don't. You cannot be productive in anything. So it's important for us to use what it is that God has given us. Use the tools that He has given us. Um, I had a cousin who was a seamstress, and um, she was when in her forties. I think she got um, became ill with a disease <clears throat> called lupus. And uh, because she was a saintess, she uh, one of the, her declarations that she made before she passed away was that if she couldn't use her hands, she was useless in life. And so lupus was a kind of debilitating disease where her hands were like crippling, um, crippling up, and she wasn't able to sew. And she felt like she was useless in life because she could not use her hands. And ultimately, she gave up because she could not use her hand. Um, so if you don't use what you have, the tools that God has given you, ultimately you get to the point that they're useless for you, they're useless to you. And as believers, we have to use what God has given us. Um, being passive can cripple us as believers. Um, I, I want to think that some, some of the believers who are afraid to get out in the trenches and go into the hedges and the highways, they are uh, kind of passive in their walk with Christ, and so they're afraid to go outside of the church. They're afraid to approach um, the people on the street and begin to really witness for the kingdom. But God doesn't want us to be afraid because the Bible tells us that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind, and he wants us to walk in that at all times. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that he's given us these things. You know, sometimes we, we have to remind ourselves, and that's why we study the scriptures. That's why we read the scriptures. That's why we meditate on the scriptures, so that when we find ourselves in a weakened state, when we find ourselves uh, feeling lost, scared, or confused, we have something in our arsenal for our own self to build us back up, to remind us of who we are, to remind us of who, whose we are, and to remind us to, uh, to what authority we actually walk in. Amen. Can you guys hear me pretty good? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, any thoughts before we move on? I'm sorry. Okay, God has called us to be mighty warriors in Jesus' name. And we can do this. <laughs> it is possible. Um, if someone can find for me Luke, Four and thirty-three, and we're just going to look at how um, Jesus Himself handled authority. 
says, now in the synagogue, there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice. Uh, you said 33? Uh, 4, 33 to 36. Okay. Cried out with a loud voice saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him out of him and did not hurt him, then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is. For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. Okay. So here, um, Jesus did not um, act in fear. He was not afraid of the demons. He didn't even try to reason with them. Sometimes that's another thing that we do. We try to reason with reason with the devil. You can't reason with the devil. Because the devil was not reasonable. Instead, he stood firm mm-hmm. on his word, and he rebuked that demon spirit. And he commanded him to come out. He commanded him to be quiet and to come out. We, um, sometimes we, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, but we're doing it so passively. We're not doing it with any um, any strength behind it or any, I think it's kind of timidly, like I don't really believe what I'm saying, you know. But when we walk in the true authority of Christ, we believe what we're saying, you know, and we speak with a bold a boldness about God's word because we know that this word is true. And if he's given us this authority, when I speak it, uh, things must happen because I said it. Amen. Um, Amen. Um, the people who watched and who were standing around when this, this um, was occurring, when Jesus was casting out this demon, they even were like, okay, he commanded the unclean spirit with authority and with power. And the spirit has to obey him. When we walk in the true authority of Christ and understand the power that he has given us to to use his name, things change. Stuff happens because of the authority that we're walking in. Not in our own stance, not in our own authority, but in the authority of Christ. And so we have to understand that and, and hold on to it. You know, keep it close to your heart and know who you are and who you are. Amen? Um, Amen. Amen. The Lord even, uh, the demons were subject to his name. When they say in the name of, of Jesus, even the demons are subject to his name. Um, he goes on talking about, Behold, I give you the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and um, over all the power of the enemy and nothing no thing shall by any means hurt you. This is from Luke 10 and 19, where you're talking about the serp, the, um, the poisonous serpent. Okay. Um, let's look at Luke, I'm sorry, 10 and 17. I got ahead of myself. Want you say Seventeen through nineteen. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, "Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name." 
And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Okay, I'm sorry. I had the stories confused. All right, so um, even the de- he talked about even how the demons were subject to your name. You know, in the name of G- Jesus, demons flee. Um, and he talked about he gave them the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. He gave them uh, power over the enemy. And I like the way it says nothing. But when, instead of saying nothing, I like to say no thing shall by any means hurt you. Why? Because we are walking in the power of Christ that was given to us. Amen? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most important strategies um, against the enemy is aggressive faith. And when we go on the offense and we we begin to uh, stand firm on God's word in our aggressive faith, the enemy cannot stand. He can't stand. He has no power. He has. He don't have a leg to stand on. Matthew 11 and 12 says, But Jesus asked, When the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth? Good question. When he comes, will he find faith on earth? And just think about yourself. When he comes, will he be able to find you still in faith? Mm-hmm. A little personal question. You know, just thinking about yourself and thinking about where you are now. Thinking about your goals and your agenda. Do you intend to stay where you are now? Or do you intend to continue to grow in Christ? And and then where will he find you? If he came tomorrow, will he find you in faith? If he came 20 years from now, will he be able to find you still in faith? Amen? Amen. We must understand that the spiritual warfare is unavoidable. There's no way for us to avoid this. Um, Because we are believers, always remind us that the battle is not our battle. The battle is the Lord. We are just used in the battle because we belong to him. The enemy is not so much mad at us as individuals, but his anger is with God. And because he's angry with God and we are God's children, he attacks us. And so we are consistently in a battle. We're consistently in a war with him. Um, Be it as simple as eating the right food, be it as simple as hanging with the right kind of people, be it as simple as being a witness to somebody who has offended you. You know, we still have to do what we have to do because we are God's children. Amen. Look at what um, Paul told Timothy. He told him to fight the good fight of faith. Hold on, don't give up. Fight the good fight of faith. Don't let it go. Is it going to be easy in our human state? Absolutely not. Okay? In our humanness, it won't be easy. The battle will not be easy. However, in our spiritual mind, we know that we can overcome it. We know that we win because we are God's children. Satan will not run away from us. 
unless we actively resist him. And that's what James come in. James tells us, um, submit to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Um, these are some, some battle um, strategies that we have to put into our arsenal, resisting the devil, um, uh, having a good fight of faith and not giving up. We need these things in our arsenal. If we don't know anything else, these are some scriptures that we need to hold on to because we have to remind ourselves that we can win this battle. In order to be um, truly overcome, in order to truly overcome the devil, we must replace evil with good. Let's look at Romans 12 and 21. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I have a comment. Okay. We can hold, so, go ahead with the comment. If you, if you're saying we should, we should have aggressive thinking and we shouldn't be passive, but it seems like to me, myself, when I get into that battle, then it's like the flesh comes up and then I'm really ready to fight. Okay. So that's not, that's uh-huh. not Christian, right? Uh, I'm sorry, Pastor didn't hear you. Could you repeat that? You said not be a your your thinking should be aggressive and you shouldn't be passive. But it seems like when I'm in the battle, my flesh wants to rise. So my thinking is detoured. Because now I'm angry. Okay, and so so, so how you ba- so how do you ba- how do you balance that? With the word of God, yeah. and that's where you come when you're building your arsenal. With the word of God, you're building yourself. Um, spending time in prayer, spending time in uh, fellowship with and communion with other believers. These are all things that give you strength. Holding on to testimonies, remembering what God has already done. Now, it doesn't mean that our our flesh doesn't ever get angry and it doesn't want to rise up and have its own way, but we have to bring our flesh into subjection. It don't mean that we may not even slip up. You may slip up and choke somebody. You shouldn't choke people or trip somebody. (laughs) It doesn't mean that it won't happen. It doesn't mean that it won't happen, but we have to work on being in control and not let our flesh control. The Bible says daily we have to crucify our flesh. And that's a work. It's not easy. Because the flesh want to have its own way on a very regular basis. So daily we have to work on crucifying our flesh. We have to daily work on uh, building ourselves in our most holy faith, in the word of God, in the holy scriptures, in songs, in prayers. We have to consistently build ourselves. We have to consistently fill ourselves with God's word. So that when those times come, don't mean that you don't get upset, but it just means that you're able to control your anger to the point that you don't do anything that is bad. Okay. Ephesians 4.26. Can somebody find that? What? Ephesians 4.26. Thank you. 
says, be angry and do not sin. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Okay. Um, Okay, go ahead. Read 27 too, I'm sorry. Nor give place to the devil. Okay. So now let me read it out of this out of my prom out of the New Living Translation, my promise Bible. It says, And do not sin by letting anger gain control over you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a mighty foothold to the devil. And so that's why we um that's why we have to control our anger because we don't want to get a devil placed in our life. We, want, we don't want to give him authority and power, you know. And, again, it doesn't mean that we won't ever get angry. And it don't mean that we won't slip up. But we have to work daily on, again, crucifying our flesh. We have to work daily on maintaining self-control as much as we possibly can so that we don't slip up. Mm-hmm. A good example of that, too, is just thinking about when you – uh, I was thinking about when mom went to doing keto diet. When she first started eliminating bread out her diet, um, she had some slip-ups. And when she had some slip-ups, some slip-ups made her sick. But then you got to get back on track to get back focused on whatever it is. So just in our Christian life, you have to do the same thing. It's a diet. It's a way of life. And sometimes we're going to get off track and things are going to happen, but we got to understand we got to get back in those trenches, get back in that path that's cut out for us when we do fall off. And then yeah. also, also, also here in the scripture, it helps us um, with that because it says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Simply saying that you might be mad all day long, but don't go to bed mad. Amen. Once you harbor that, that anger, then you're sinning. Amen. 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 So Amen. It's, okay. it's okay to get mad. Sometimes I get mad with myself, but I don't. I don't stay mad at myself. <laughs> Amen. 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 Yeah. And, and um, as Pastor was saying, like you know, don't don't go to sleep on it. Don't don't because when you go to sleep on it, what happened is that it began to fester inside of you like a cancer. So now that's something else that's stored up in your heart and your mind. And ultimately, you become ill by it, and the person that or the, whatever the situation is that you may be upset about, it doesn't dissipate it. It's going on about its business and have no thoughts about you or no even care that you're angry about the situation. And so we can't allow it to happen. Um, sometimes we have to take ourselves even through a, a period of uh, uh, forgiveness to whoever or whatever is causing us to be angry at that time. Once you calm down, you say, you know what, I need to forgive this person, and you're not forgiving that person for that person as much as you're forgiving that person for yourself so that you can be at peace with it. You know, and I am just a firm believer that um, if I let it go, God can definitely take care of it. Amen. 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 So um, 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 as I was saying earlier, that in order to truly overcome the devil, we must replace um, evil with good. Um, the 
effective fervent prayers of the righteous avails much. James five and sixteen. Um, and we have to remember that our the effective fervent prayers of the righteous avail. God hears our prayers. Faith is a key ingredient to our success. Faith without works is dead. Um, and we are very aware of that. And then Peter wrote, um, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Um, and it's important. These are, these are some important scriptures for us to hold on to so that we, again, can be filled, so that we can be comforted even in our time of, of distress, even in our time of, of even anger or upset about something. We can be comforted because we have God's word. And God's word never fails. Amen. Amen. Um, Jesus taught. Um, he Jesus used a variety of techniques to minister to people, depending on their situation. Um, and I think that's why they did not understand him when they when he was when he came into town riding on a colt. Uh, a donkey, they was expecting, you know, the, the royalness to come in in a whole different way. And he just let us know that life is just as simple as can be. And so when he dealt with people, he dealt with them right where they were. He did not go above their head. He did not belittle people. He loved on them right at the place where they were. So when we look at Mark 5 and 1, uh, 1 through 13, is that he's talking about the man that had the legion of demons. He cast the legion of demons out of the mad, out of a madman. The man was mad, and people were the the people in the town were like, you know, hey, he he can't be the Christ because he he hanging out with the wrong people. You know, he talking to the wrong people. He being with the wrong people, but he actually being with the right people. But if you remember on yesterday, as we as in my message on yesterday, it talked about who God can use. He uses everybody. He can use anybody that's willing to be used by him. Um, when he um, spoke to the fig tree and it withered, you know, he talked to a tree. Um, he healed the blind man with clay and spit. He spoke to the storm and the storm was calm. He commanded his dead friend Lazarus to come back to life, and he did. Okay? And so think about yourself. What principles can we learn from these examples? What kind of things can we learn? God can use anybody. He's no respecter of persons. And he's not looking for the famous. He's not looking for the big cat. He's not looking for the top dog. He's not looking for the one that's most astute with the most degrees. He is looking for the ones that are willing, willing soldiers. He's looking for those that are willing to accept his call and his challenge and go on to the battlefield, pick up the the strategies that he has given us to survive, in this um, war field that we are, that we are in, those of us that are willing to take on and walk in the authority that He has given us, those of us that are willing to accept the promises that He has for us, that's who He's looking for. Mm-hmm. Me and you, Amen. 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 Any, any other thoughts before we go on? Amen. Well, that brings us to the conclusion. Uh, you said something? No. Okay. 
So that that brings us to the conclusion of this part of the lesson, dealing with the battle strategies and plans for us as believers, under remembering that we're not going to be uh, passive, remembering that we have the authority of God's word that we can utilize, remembering that we have the scriptures, uh, we have prayers and the name of Jesus, which are our weapons for our warfare. Remember that our warfare is never ending, that we're always in the battle, and so we have to consistently stay focused and um, keep our, uh, as my friends say, boots on the ground. <laughs> and uh, What's that show? Chicago PD. Uh, he be saying boots on the ground. We got to keep our boots on the ground. We got to be ready for the battle. Um because it's never ending. It's never ending. Amen? Amen. And use the same authority and power that Jesus has given us and that we also saw him use as he uh, rebuked and he healed in his walk when he was here on earth. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, So Pastor Lena had a short lesson today. Amen. Amen. We thank God for the lesson. Did anybody have anything else? Mm-hmm. All right. Don't hang up and then say, oh, I should have asked this question. Remember, be angry and sin not. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Don't yeah, trip anybody. Yeah, because you can be so angry at people and make your own self sick. Absolutely. That's right. <clears throat> people people don't understand. They they think that just food makes us sick, but it ain't just food. Some of, some of our some of our come, come yeah. from what we our, our emotions, yes. our nerves, yes, our fear, yes. Amen. So that's. That's going to be all for tonight. Uh, don't forget about Sunday at 11 a.m. We're going to be with Friends for Life Covenant Church out in Flossmore. Um, looking forward to seeing everybody. Everybody have a great week. Amen. You too. Amen. All right. So Amen. We're going to close out with prayer. God, our Father, We again, we thank you. We praise you, God, for this lesson. We pray now, God, that you're blessed, Father God, everyone that heard the lesson, everyone that participated in the lesson. Praying, God, that every answer, Father God, every question be answered, Father God, and every answer be receptive in the name of Jesus. Then, God, I pray that you would bless the health and the wealth of every member, God. Bless, Father God, our going in and our coming out. Father God, even as we go tomorrow, Father God, Wherever we go, whatever we do, we pray, God, that you would use us in a special way, Father God, that men will be able to see our good works and then glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Good night, everybody. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. 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 Oh, good way, sir. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.